The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And this is Mo Fall. How are you? I'm America's or the original kick-ass career coach. You know, my, uh, my tagline is Bring Your Soul to Work, and this is the name of the show here on Unity Radio. I'm delighted to be here today to talk today about what happens when your soul doesn't shine. Sometimes we can tell what's going on with our soul by what is going on in us and with the world. So I want to uncover for you today the all too common problems that we encounter when our soul is shut down. How can we tell? Well, Generally speaking, and I'm going to dive into this in so much detail today, generally speaking, our careers aren't working, decisions are made out of fear, and you know, when these things begin to happen, they harm our family, they harm ourselves, our future, our income levels, and when we function without our soul, life just ain't fun, it just ain't (laughs) So I'm going to talk about some of my clients, not by name. I'll just talk about their stories and what was going on with them, what we did together, and how we can move from our soul not shining and all of the unsavory, painful things that happened, and then how we turn this around. I'm going to to share with you some very uh, awesome transformational stories Uh, directly from my coaching. If you'd like to know more about what I do, you can certainly uh, find out by going to mofall.com and there's lots of great resources and and insight there for you. And here's the other thing I want to talk about. Your soul is not only just the energy of who you are, it is also the energy that connects with the entire world out there. Einstein told us uh, about 113 years ago that we live in an energetic universe and everything is energy. And as a physical being, here we are in, in, our, in our bodies, we actually have uh, just about 2% matter. I know it seems like it's 100% matter, but all of the things that are swirling around in our body are atomic molecular structures swirling around at such a fast speed. We can't see that with the naked eye. What we see is the solid matter. And our soul is that energetic being, that love energy in us that we're born with. And if you've been around a newborn or a young person lately, you'll see the, the beauty of our soul shining forth before it gets the rule book on how to be a human being, before it gets the rule book on can't, don't, and all the fears we loving human beings put on other loving human beings. And soon enough, 
we start to have this conditioning about what's not possible. We start to have this conditioning about who we must be. We start having this conditioning about what we're not supposed to feel. And all the conditioning that's going on while we're being raised and having experiences in the world, all of that diminishes our soul. And that diminishing happens minute by minute in such a way that oftentimes we don't even know it until the pain gets so great, until the pain gets so great. If you'd like to ask me a question today, right now, about how you can increase your soul's vibration, how you can understand what's really going on, please feel free to give us a call here right now at 816-251-3555, and I'd be happy to take your call in a few minutes because I want to describe for you what really happens to the soul. So here we are, a young little person walking around, going to school, doing good things. Perhaps we're going to church or or uh, visiting with our relatives, all sorts of possibilities about what's going on out there. And maybe we're told, uh, don't climb that tree, you could get hurt. Maybe we're told, don't run so fast, you could trip and, and perhaps get your clothes dirty or skin your knee or break a bone. The fears of the people who are all around us tend to come at us at a very young age. Don't, 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 can't, can't, can't. Even sometimes the feelings that we have. Don't cry. This isn't worth crying about. Don't feel that way. You better not be happy because, you know, if you're happy, you're going to just get disappointed. Don't get your hopes out about being, being picked for the school play. We're shut down all the time. So if you're a parent out there, you better like heed notice here, the fears we have in us are projected out to everyone and they come through energetically and they come through verbally. And sometimes they come through emotionally. When we have a situation where we are in an emotionally high level, the conditioning enters at an all time high level as well. I can remember uh, sometimes growing up as a young person, being super happy and excited about something, and then whatever feedback I got, whether that be from a teacher, maybe it was a sibling or a friend or a parent, being opposite of what I was feeling, and I got confused. Uh, should I be happy about this or not? Should I be scared? What? Sh what? And it's confusing. So what happens with confusion is we dim down the light because we don't want to be confused again. It's it's painful and it hurts. So that self-esteem starts going down and down and down. And what I always say is our self-esteem is like our inner steam. And if our self-esteem is down, so is our inner steam. And if we have a low self-esteem, we have a low vibration, a low shining point for our soul. And perhaps we get a little sad or, or, or irritable or soon we begin judging others. I was told not to do that. You better not do that. I was told girls can't do that. You can't do that. I was told not to climb trees that high, so you better not climb trees that high. And we begin to judge. And when we begin to judge, it becomes a natural thing. And we think we're protecting people. We think we are being uh, the, the person who is helping others. But that judging 
leads to internal judging. And the self-esteem keeps going down and down and down. And eventually we might get apathetic. Perhaps we start getting full of a bit of either laziness or that we're really not able to do certain things. Well, that level of success is for other people. That's never anything I could do. Or we say to ourselves, well, I'm an introvert. Of course, I'm not going to be successful. I can't really speak up in meetings because I was told that my opinion doesn't matter. Or when I speak up, people don't want to hear from me. And we begin living life as a victim rather than as a full-fledged, soulful being on this planet. And living life as a victim is no fun at all. That victim mentality means that we are always being put upon, no matter what. I always have to do the laundry for my family. I have to cook all the meals. I have to do this. I have to do that. And the world becomes a burden. There's no way in the world we can be happy and joyful like we were intended by our creator. If we are living life in a victim mentality, if we are living life judging and making decisions and seeing the world through the lens of fear. When our soul isn't shining, this is how life goes. In my life, in my career, I started my career off noticing the differences between what women were able to do and what men were doing. And honestly, I got quite upset about it. And I believe that I began to tell myself stories based on what I saw out there. I began to bring it into me. And I told myself stories about how things will never be right for me because I'm a woman in a man's world. And in the career path, this is still oftentimes, unfortunately, what tends to show up. I can tell you from where I am today that some of that comes from the conditioning that I had as a young person wanting to play baseball and football and climb trees and run fast. And it starts to show up in school. And so for those of us who got certain messages about what we can't do or what we're not capable of, either because of maybe certain personality traits or maybe even what our parents did, or maybe even what our siblings did, or whatever generations before us did. Uh, we're just not uh, wealthy because uh, we, we're just, we, just, we just aren't. We just, that's not how we roll. Uh, you know, people who have money, they're, they're evil, and they take advantage of other people, and, and whatever. There's so many millions of stories out there, but they create us when they come into our conditioning. And being a victim of all of these things is not what our soul's intention was meant to be at the very outset. So we have to correct it in order to live our true and successful life. So oftentimes when I'm working with one of my clients, uh, there are these stories and this type of conditioning, the judging, the victim mentality, because there's been maybe a bully boss, perhaps a job loss, uh, perhaps being passed over for a promotion. So many women I work with have been passed over for promotions. You know, you're really good at what you do, but you're not exactly what we're looking for. Better luck next time. And then someone with less experience or even no experience. Well, we can't put you in this position because you haven't managed people before. And yet the person that they just hire hasn't managed people either. And 
sometimes that's the difference between male and female. It's still going on out there. I see it all the time in the work I do. My passion in life is to help women come from their full soul's power, bring their soul to work so that they can actually own the full componentry of who they are and what they bring to work, their core values, their natural gifts and talents, their life purpose. As an accountant or an engineer or a scientist or a marketing person, no matter what your profession, you have a life purpose embedded in the work you do. And your soul is begging you to come out full strength. It's been in a cage, though, for so long that you may have to do some things to open it up. And you may have to shine a spotlight in areas that hasn't been shown before. And you may have to do some things in order to release the pain and the sorrow and the things that you've been told that have hurt for so many years or even maybe some decades. So let's take a caller now. We've got a caller here. Uh, thanks so much for calling in, Kelly. Um, and if those of you want to join the conversation, I'm at 816-251-3555. Kelly, how are you today? Good morning, Mo. Thank you so much. Uh, listening to your program, uh, things are really resonating with me as far as uh, the work environment and getting passed over and what I'm finding as I'm doing some self-exploration is this feeling of not being worthy and yeah. really trying to focus on that and what what I'm finding as I'm uh, discovering this is I'm finding myself being more critical and judgmental of other people like oh huh. look at that I'm so much better and for a second I'm like oh I'm better than you know the better than and then I go <laughs> right back to feeling like crap so what else can I do besides, I mean, how do I fix this? Yeah. So let me ask you this. Are you, are you finding yourself being critical of people who have something you don't have? Not, no, not necessarily. I'm, I'm being critical okay. of, of things that I recognize that I do have. And it's like, how, well, you know, why don't they get that? I've, I've had that skill for forever. You know, why are they so slow? Ah, so you're judging uh, others for their lack of talent or intelligence or whatever. Yeah, and that boosts my ego for a moment, and then <laughs> I feel like crap again, and I still go back to I'm not worthy because I'm obviously not getting the whole picture. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I see, thanks for sharing that, Kelly, one of the things that I see often um, is this level of irritation or judging that I just spoke about a bit. When our soul isn't lit up and isn't shining, we, we do get irritated with others. And, and why is that? Well, here's the thing. We know ultimately at a deep level that we are not at our full soul's strength. And so there is this uh, deep irritation inside of us. There's a conflict inside of us with the conditioning and the programming we have and what our soul really wants to do. And that tension is kind of like this brewing storm underneath there. And what it resonates with is seeing other people at that same level of vibration. So if I'm out of whack, I'm going to see all this other stuff that's out of whack. This is the way the universe works, the way the world works, the way that it was put together by our creator is that there is a vibrational match for who we are and where we are. And it's as if we can predict with 100% certainty where we are with our consciousness and our soul's vibrational level 
based on how we're viewing the world. So you're, you're spot on with when we're judging other people and irritated with other people, there's something going on within us that's judging ourselves and irritated with ourselves. And that's the disconnect with what our soul really wants to do, what our soul wants to be and who we've been or what we've been putting out there. So how we solve this is by seeing the beauty in ourselves first, loving ourself and focusing on the amazing aspects of who we are. So coming into connection with the beautiful aspects of who you are is the first way to solve this. Because if you don't see that in yourself, there is no way in the world you're going to see it in others. So can you, Kelly, uh, come up with the beautiful aspects of who you are and what you're all about in your perfect, soulful place? Can you come up with with some of those attributes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just saying, uh, you know, watching what what comes after I am instead of I am not smart enough, I'm you know, I am smart, you know, switching yeah. that around, trying to do that every morning, um, mm-hmm. you know, just getting, you know, appreciation and gratitude for who I am. Yes. And so if you identify two, three or four of those attributes, and that's so perfect after the I am statement, everything that follows that is is either a blessing or a curse. So absolutely, if you say I am not or I'm not smart, I'm not this, I'm not successful enough. Like, don't, don't do that. (laughs) Cause those are, those are basically, you know, cursing or you're sinning against yourself. So putting the, I am smart, I am prosperous, I am successful, I am helpful, whatever three, four or five words you can come up with that. I want you to recognize that in others, whether it be with your own mind's eye or even if you share that with others. So Kelly, I'm appreciating in you the fact that you had courage to call in. I'm appreciating in you that you have a soul that wants to shine brighter. I'm appreciating in you that you're smart and well articulating your, your, your issue here. So I'm totally appreciating in you all of that. Thank you, Mel. Thanks for taking my call. Have a wonderful day. You got it. You got it. So it was a perfect example. Thanks, Kelly, for calling in. A perfect example of how we can shift this, what happens when your soul doesn't shine and how it feels. It feels not that great for our soul not to shine. It feels really great for our soul to shine. And as I was talking to Kelly, if you can appreciate for yourself three, four, five things that you really are. And you know what? You may have to peel back a few layers of what you've been told that you're not and really, really come into terms with, with who you are. Again, three, four, five things. doesn't have to be any complicated thing. I always advise to my clients to get into their journal and, and, and just write and allow, allow the process of writing and opening up to help you uncover and expose these absolutely brilliant parts of who you are. And once you uncover these aspects, and maybe even one of them is something that you haven't felt in a long time. Perhaps you've been passed over for promotions or yelled at by your boss, and you haven't felt smart in a long time. I want you to go back 
in your life and find a time where you were smart. Find a time where you did great on a test or felt really good about an answer in a class. And don't give me that I can't remember my childhood. Don't give me that. I want you to journal about it. I want you to journal and open yourself up. And I want you to peel back the layers of conditioning and the things that you were told and taught that may not feel good anymore. I want you to totally appreciate for yourself who you are. And as Kelly mentioned, the things that follow the I am statements are the beautiful things, the beautiful aspects of who we are. So find those aspects for you and then find them in others. As a coach, we have uh, a couple of little coach-isms, and one of the coach-isms is, when you spot it, you got it. When you spot it, you got it. So I can energize the aspects in my soul by spotting it. If I identify it out there, it must be resident in me. The only way I can see something is if I have that in me. So if we're seeing laziness and stupidity and, and whatever, huh, I got to tell you what, it's energized in you. So when we see beauty and the glorious aspects of nature, and if we see the friendliness in others and the generosity and the abundance if we see all of that out there, it is energized in here. If we want a promotion, recognize and appreciate the people who have those jobs. If we want a fancier new car, appreciate and recognize them out there. There was a, a, a time uh, about three years ago, because I got a new car about two years ago. So about three years ago, I started doing this very intentionally. And there may be some people listening now that say, well, cars, you know, materialism, et cetera. Our creator wants us to be happy and enjoy the material things in life. And if that's not something that resonates with you, I want you to call in right now at 816-251-3555 because I want to help you enjoy the beautiful aspects of the material world that have been put together by not only our creator, but all of these wonderful souls who have been living on this planet for thousands of years. We've put together some really cool, fun stuff. Amusement parks, beautiful homes, parks. We've let lakes and rivers. We've got cool cars and gadgets and phones that can connect us to anyone on the planet. It's a beautiful, beautiful world that we live in. So about three years ago, I was desiring a particular car. And rather than wanting it and desiring it out of lack, I don't have that car and I want it. I don't have what I want, victim. Rather than focusing on what I didn't have, which is never a way to get what you want. Because if you focus on not having it, you're going to have more of not having it. That's the way the world works. That's the law of life. The law of life is what you focus on expands. So I want you this week to focus on your soul. So what I decided to focus on was the cars that I wanted. When I saw them on the road, I would be like, yes, high five and good for you. You got that car. Awesome. Awesome. I'm sure that's fun to drive. Oh my God, that's awesome for you. And I'm driving my car 
which isn't a bad car anyway, but I'm, I'm wanting that car. So rather than wanting the car, I am celebrating those who have it. Every time I see one, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. So when I'm seeing the car and yes, seeing the car, yes, seeing the car, yes. What is my soul? What is my consciousness? What is my energy doing? It's connecting to the yes and the car. The law of life tells us that what we focus on expands. So if I see the car and yes, that's going to expand. If I see the car and yes, it's going to expand. That's the way it works. I've been driving that car for two years now. It's a lot of fun. Now, I work from home. So I don't have a big commute. I don't have a lot of miles on my car. But every time I drive that car, I love it. I love it. I'm having fun. So guess what? My energy and my vibrational level and my joy keeps expanding and expanding and expanding. Hey, who wants to drive the restaurant? Me. Hey, who wants to drive down to the beach? Me. Hey, who wants to drive that? Me. So I am all about the happiness and the beauty of what I get to do every day when I, when I have the opportunity to get in my car. So folks, we're talking about what happens when your, sh- your soul doesn't shine. And I want to tell you, I've got a few things for you to help you shine your soul in a very practical career type of way. I've got a free masterclass. It's the five shifts to bring your soul to work. And you can access that. Take this down, mofall.com slash masterclass. It's a a beautiful 45-minute or so training on the five shifts that brought me forward in my career. And I know these five shifts will help you also. If you're ready to rock and roll and talk to me or my team members, we have career breakthrough strategists who are ready to help you get clarity on your career. You can book your free clarity call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. Why not? Once we're able to help you unravel what's really going on in your career and what we're going to see is what's happening at the soul level. We're going to see where that's been a little banged up. And if we can help you unravel that and, and shine it back up, we're going to do that. So if you're not feeling that you want to feel... I've got more for you at the second half of this show. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. Voice of an Awakening World. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Reverend Wendy Craig Purcell from Unity San Diego discussing change and transition. And as we begin to really identify the endings in our lives, to deal with them 
completely and wholly to heal from them as we must, as we are willing to be in a time of not knowing, a time of uncertainty, but a time of trusting that there is a blueprint, there is a plan, there is a destiny. As we move successfully through these experiences, we will find that we are evolving and emerging into something new and different. And everyone and everything that has been happening in your life, both the things that are easy and good and pleasant, and those things that are challenging and painful and difficult, are drivers for your own evolution. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. If you've been on a spiritual path for a long time, what can you read that's new and exciting? Try Unity Magazine. It's designed for the seasoned spiritual student with in-depth articles and interviews about spiritual practices and philosophies. Our columnists share their own faith journeys and cover healing, science, and psychology with even a little scripture thrown in. You'll read some classic authors and some new ones. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Discover Unity Village, and you'll find a peaceful oasis just 15 miles from downtown Kansas City, Missouri. If you're doing business in the area or looking for the perfect place for your retreat or conference, check out all that Unity Village has to offer. With 1,200 wooded acres, a beautiful nature trail, award-winning rose garden, golf course, and newly redesigned hotel and conference center, Unity Village has everything you need for that perfect event. Go to unityvillage.org to find out more. Recovery from addiction can be a lonely experience. Get help and support with Reverend Lonnie Vanderslice, Reverend Dan Beckett, and Spirit of Recovery every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central. Welcome to a place where spirituality and recovery meet. Each week you'll hear stories and topics that are important to the recovery community. Tune in for some lively conversation and join in with your questions and comments. Nearly 21 million people struggle with addiction in America. Reach out and join us here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And do join the conversation I'm talking about today. What happens when your soul doesn't shine? And I'm going to tell you what. I'm in October right now. I'm wearing pink, breast cancer survivor. My soul wasn't shining. And unfortunately for me, and now I see it as a gift, but at the time 10 years ago, my soul not shining brought disease to my body. And I see this on a regular basis. I had a a client of mine uh, a year and a half or so ago, and she had lost her job as a nurse because of chronic migraine headaches. She went to all of the best hospitals nearby, including the Mayo Clinic. They couldn't find anything wrong with her. And yet she was on medical leave because of the migraine headaches. And when she went back to work after the medical leave was exhausted, she had more migraine headaches. And she lost her job as a nurse. She calls me up and has a a clarity call with me. And again, if you'd like to get uh, 
going with a clarity call, please feel free to go to the web address mofall.com slash give me clarity. So this client of mine had a call with me and I said to her, um, you got a problem here. Uh, not only you're not aligned with your nursing work that you're doing, uh, but you've got a lot of conditioning that's overtaking your soul and your soul is not vibrant enough to keep you thriving in life. She agreed and she wanted nothing more than to fix it and to move forward and to have a, a wonderful, beautiful life. So we began working together. I have a 12 week uh, workshop. Um, so when I work with my clients, um, I start bringing their soul's vibrational pattern up. And so I got to work with her and I helped her see her soul and the beauty of what she wanted to do. And you know what? She wanted to review records and, and do utilization review and, and be in an office with other people. The hospital environment wasn't really her gig. So she gets a beautiful job, I don't know, week six or so of the workshop, making good money, working Monday through Friday. She's freaking happier than ever. As a nurse, if you work in the hospital, God love you. I did it too. My first career was as, was as a, a cardiac care nurse. Uh, Working in a hospital is tough work, physically demanding, emotionally demanding. So my client gets this beautiful job uh, helping insurance company review uh, medical charts and um, working nine to five. She gets a boyfriend. Uh, she starts really enjoying her work. She starts also planning a, a medical mission trip to Nicaragua, which she eventually did several months later. And all the while she's working with me, those whole 12 weeks, not a single migraine. All that entire year not a single migraine. And you know what? That first job that she got didn't work out in the long haul because that company ended up having some job cuts. She landed another job, even making more money. Why? Because her soul's vibrational level was coming up and up and up and up. There was more for her to unveil as for how beautiful and awesome and talented and happy and joyous she was and she wanted to be. And her soul kept expanding. And she got into even greater alignment in that second job, greater compensation. You see, here's the thing. Most of us are told uh, dirty secrets about money. But I will tell you this. When you expand as a soul, when you come into your full, beautiful power, and you totally own your talents and your gifts and your life purpose, and you resonate with the core values of who you are, you're going to get a better job. You're going to be recognized differently and you're going to make more money. So if you have hangups on money, you better solve that because getting your soul's vibrational energy higher and higher, becoming more of who you are is going to guarantee you a better life and a better life means a better job. It means more alignment with the work that you have and the organization you work with, or if it's your own business, it's going to be more prosperous and more successful. So you're going to make more money. And if you have issues with money, I'd love to help you solve those too, because we do talk about that and work through that in my workshop, because a lot of women in my workshop were told bad things about money. Money is not the root of all evil. Money is the root of all philanthropy. Money is the root of all beautiful, wonderful things that have happened on this planet that have turned money into beautiful buildings and churches and schools and beautiful homes for families to thrive in and vacations and experiences. So, if you have issues with prosperity and with money, you've got a problem at your soul level. I'm telling you that straight talk. 
because I see this every day and I help fix it. So this beautiful nurse client who didn't have a migraine headache that entire year of after working with me for 12 weeks and continuing on had the beautiful trip to Nicaragua, helping others, doing medical mission work. And then she decided that she wanted to get another certification and get a new job. And she ended up actually moving to a new city. Actually, she actually just recently moved to another beautiful city because she wanted to. She now is feeling worthy of doing what she wants to do and enjoying the life that she wants to have and feeling awesome and happy and not a migraine headache in almost two years now. Take that, Mayo Clinic. So here's the thing. Sorry, Mayo Clinic does a lot of great work. I had cancer without my doctors and nurses and surgeons and all of that. I wouldn't be here talking to you. We do need the medical establishment to help cure some of the things that happen with our body because maybe we're poisoning it with things that are false. Two years later, this beautiful woman is having the life of her dreams that she never imagined possible because she brought her soul's energy up. She became worthy of happiness. She became worthy of having a job and a career that felt good. She became worthy of speaking up on her own behalf. She became worthy of planning a medical mission trip with the people she goes to church with. She became worthy of being a worthwhile participant in life. She came alive. And so many of the beautiful clients I have the opportunity to work with, that's what they say to me after our our segment of work is completed. I have come alive. Mo, you're not just a career coach, you're a life coach. Yes, but I like to focus on your career because then we have tangible evidence of how awesome things are going. Folks, please join me and I'd love to answer a question that you may have about your soul not being shiny as possible or something not going right with your career. Please feel free to join in the conversation at 816-251-3555. So I'd like to share with you the continued saga of what happens when your soul doesn't shine and then what's possible because your soul not shining is a problem that can be fixed. It can be fixed. Your soul not shining is against your entire purpose of life. Your soul not shining is something that is happening for your greater good. Because it is the exact leverage that is needed to push you forward. When I coach my clients, I often help them understand a few things about life. And one of those things about life is that when we have pain, it is either up to us to interpret that as poor me or to interpret that as I better do something different. And when I had my breast cancer diagnosis, I did do a few poor me's. I did. I cried a lot. I wondered why me. And then I decided that it was going to be the experience that was going to define me and help me to truly see what I really wanted to do in life and what was important to me. And I was going to stop putting up with the things that were causing me to be shut down or the things that were causing me to be less than what my creator intended for me. Our entire life is all about unfolding the beauty of who we are, and that's our soul. Our entire life 
Every little thing that is part of our journey is there for a lesson or a message for us. It's for us. Life doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. So as we are living life, we better pay attention to those messages that come across. If we don't pay attention to the lesson as it's whispering, we're going to get the lesson louder. And if we don't pay attention to the lesson when it's louder than a whisper, we're going to get it when it is screaming for our attention. That client I just mentioned with the migraine headaches, that was a screaming, this is a problem. Pay attention to who you are. Wake up. Breast cancer was a wake-up call. 13 hours of surgery, double mastectomy, weeks of recovery, scars that I see every single morning. You want a wake-up call? That's a wake-up call. And I'm reminded every day of the beautiful journey I had the opportunity to go through and what I now have as an opportunity to inspire others because of my journey. It happened for me. And now it actually not only happened for me, it happened for me to help others. And for those of us who have been through that life or death type of equation, we do realize once we heal and come through it, that it was happening for us for our greater good, for our highest version of ourselves. I wouldn't be at this version of me without it. Just like another client I'm thinking of right now, her soul wasn't shining at all. She was beaten down and overworked. She was running a team of customer service folks for a software company. And it got to a point, she's a nice woman, she's a beautiful woman. It got to a point where she was taking the extra call so that her staff could have time with their family. So she was working herself literally to the bone so that her staff and her team could have a weekend, a Sunday, an evening. So she took all that time, even with two small children at home herself. She gave of herself to a level that it exhausted and burned her out. It took her to a level where she had no other choice in her mind than to quit. And quit she did. She quit a very prosperous job at a negative environment and having made choices that took her down the wrong road. She made choices out of fear and wanting to be loved by others. God bless her. She made those choices based on conditioning that wasn't in her highest good. What she did after she quit her job was to enjoy her family for a few months. And then when it was time for her to get back into her career, she wasn't having much success. And I call these, these patterns job trauma. And when we hit job trauma, when we have a work environment that has been so bad and so depleting and so, 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 so soul sucking, try to say that five times fast, that soul sucking job creates such a deep traumatic pattern in us that we might be afraid and resistant to getting back into a job again, especially at the level of responsibility that perhaps our rational mind thinks was the problem. So I'll just go into a lower level job and not have to deal with that because I couldn't handle it. So therefore I think I can't handle it. So the trauma pattern forces us to go smaller 
our souls don't like going smaller. Our souls don't agree with going smaller, but our fear does. So the fear takes over the next career decision and we play at a smaller level because we are so convinced by the pain that we had that we can't handle that level. So I helped her. She came into my workshop. We had a clarity call. Again, for you to go book your clarity call, it's mofall.com slash give me clarity. We had a clarity call. I knew I could help her. She enrolled in my workshop, and we got to work right away on her soul. I helped her identify how awesome she is. And we uncovered it, and she turned the volume up day in and day out, turning the volume up, turning the volume up, turning the volume up. She became a better mother. She actually became a better wife. She went, as in her words, from a needy wife to a partner. And so as she became a better person, guess what, folks? Her job applications, her interviews went better. Now she's not just suffering from job trauma and a shrunken soul. She has a vibrant soul, and she understands the choices that she made and how she got into trouble in that last job. And now she's blessing it and moving forward. And now, as she exited my workshop, she landed a beautiful job at the salary she was holding out for. And hold out she did. I helped coach her through that piece of it as well. Because when you're at your value and at your worth and at your soul's highest version of you, you deserve to be paid at market or above if you're bringing expertise and experience to the table. You deserve to be paid well. It's part of the equation. If you're not getting the compensation back at the contribution that you're giving, it's not going to work and your soul's going to feel the disconnect and it's going to come down again. So she's now thriving in her new role, directing a huge team. And that company has grown so fast while she's been there. She's had to take on more and more and more. And if she would have followed the old pattern, she would have gotten sucked back up into that again. But now she knows how to hold her power from within. And she's not setting boundaries out of spite and out of anger and fear. She's setting boundaries out of honoring herself and her soul's power and her contribution. And she's delegating to her team in appropriate ways. You see, when you start shining and your soul volume starts tuning up, you can now be the awesome director, vice president, manager that you know you can be. Your soul knows, I got this. And then you can be a positive influence. She is positively influencing not only her own team, but the entire company with her awesome sense of self and beauty and grace and love. She's totally kick-ass at work and she's brought her soul to work. And now she's inspiring and influencing others to bring their soul to work. Please go ahead and join the conversation at 816 251 Five, five. I think I got a woman on the line who I know. Hello, Michelle. Nice to take your call. Hi, Mo. Yes, this is Michelle 616. <laughs> How are you today, Michelle? It's great you know, to uh, to hear from you. What can I do for you today? What's what's going on? Okay. Well, um, you know, I wanted to call. One is I saw that awesome color blouse you have. It I love that color. <laughs> <laughs> and so and people tell me that that color helps me. I'm like, really? Because I'm pretty boring. I just wear a lot of browns and blacks and things like that. Oh, and, well, you're not um, boring. So let's change that story right away because your soul is not well, boring. You are not boring. Okay, okay. change the story. Go ahead. <laughs> um, you, you know, you are right, and I'm listening to you, and I'm going, you know, I, this is how anal I am, is I'm going, well, what is your soul? Because I, I really think that I don't have one. 
well. Because I, I know. have hurting myself. As you're speaking to me, I do know that you have a soul. Because everybody that's walking on this planet has a soul. Michelle, what are you really good at? You know, I thought I knew what I was really good at. But yes. now I question that. Well, because just stop questioning it and just tell me what you're good at. Um, motivating people and coming up with solutions. Hmm. So in your previous work, uh, you motivated people and came up with solutions? I did. I did. And Great. through through those positions and the companies mm-hmm. I worked for, um, mm-hmm. uh, I was let go multiple times. And yep. uh, so that made me question my abilities. Yes. And, uh, uh, I, and, and that's I, what I do. I appreciate that. I appreciate that the external circumstances can help you question your abilities. I, too, lost my job, and I lost my job six times in my career. I get it, and it's damaging, and it creates what I was just talking about with one of the other clients I've worked with. It creates a trauma pattern in us where we are so resistant and so full of, of, of pain and fear about working again because of what happened in the past. So you're good at solving problems and you're good at motivating people. What I'd like you to do is I'd like you to write down after we get off this call here, 10 times you solved problems either at work or in your family, 10 times that you've solved problems. Okay. And then I want you to journal and write down 10 times where you motivated someone. And I want you to really illuminate those two aspects of who you are, because even though those both things revolve around having to then do something, they are the exact essence of who you are at the soul level. And you did share that with me right now. You shared with me that you're a good problem solver and you're also great at motivating people. So I know you have a soul because those are things that you are. They're the beingness of who you are. So I want you to write 10 times where you solve problems and 10 times where you motivated people. And I want you to illuminate, 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 remind yourself, read them over and over again. I want you to convince yourself through your own personal self-reflection and I'll just say the word admitting, okay? Admitting how awesome you were in those circumstances. I want you to replay those tapes over and over because I know that you're playing other tapes over and over again. You're playing the job loss tape over and over again. So that's who you that's yep. that's why you think that's who you are. I want you to play the tape of those 10 problem solving things and those 10 times you motivated others. I want you to play those tapes more often than the job loss, more often than the times that you screwed up. That's the secret of turning your soul's vibrational level up because you're feeling the feelings of what it feels like when your soul doesn't shine because you have illuminated those things. I want you to change the entire scene, just like if you were at a play and the curtain goes down Hmm. and then when the curtain comes back up, I want you to play the scene of the times that you solve problems. There was this time and this time and this time and this time. And I want you to totally feel it in your body because then your soul begins to say yes. 
And I want you to play the time that you motivated this person and this team. And you were able to get people to do this. And this went well. And this happened. Michelle, can you do that? Yes, I will. I will work on that. Can you do it? Yes. Great. <laughs> That's all you need to do is to have the motivation and the desire to say, yes, I can do this. Yes, and I agree I, with you. Okay, perfect. I want to tell you uh, one little piece so that you don't get stuck on this. This okay. is called discipline. Okay. This is mm -hmm. called, I'm going to have to turn the cheek, so to speak, this whole biblical verse of turning the cheek. It's all about turning away from what we don't want and turning towards love. And that means self-love. So I want you to discipline yourself anytime you're starting to feel bad about yourself or feel bad about anything. I want you to turn your attention toward problem solver, Michelle, toward motivating others, Michelle. I want you to really illuminate, illuminate. It's going to take some discipline. Every time you're feeling bad and sucked into that, whoop, going this way, whoop, going this way. Can you do that, Michelle? Yes, you're, it is going to take discipline because it's so easy to fall off that ledge or that trap and mm -hmm. to think that because it's almost conditioned and it's it it's is horrible. conditioned. Absolutely, absolutely right. true. Yes. Yes. So now it's time so, for you to condition yourself in a way you want to feel in a way you want to live. We're, we're, you're ready to stop having the conditions be the source and the feelings of what you have in your life. So an agreement on the discipline, yes? Yes, ma'am. An agreement on illuminating these aspects of who you are so that you feel your soul's vibration and not the vibration of fear, yes? I will work on that. I will work Beautiful. on that. that one's gonna be you will do it. You will do it. You will do it. Come on. A little bit further commitment. Come on. Yeah. I will do yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. I, I did. Bravo. But I question everything, and you're right. <laughs> all right. I, thanks you know, for calling. You're right. Oh, you have something more? Okay. Thanks. No problem. You got it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Talk to you again. Thank you very much for calling in, Michelle. We got you covered. And what a great example of how we can get so beaten down at our work, so beaten down from circumstances, so beaten down from the aspects of what life handles uh, hands us. I wanted to share one more quick story before we go today about when your soul doesn't shine. I have a saying that says everything always works out for me. It's not my own personal saying. I borrowed it from two or three other sayings that are like that. Everything always works out for me is something that each one of us soul people on this planet deserves to have in our conditioning. Everything always works out for me. Everything always works out for me. And I had a woman disagree with me on my Facebook page about two years ago. And she put a little comment, Mo, this isn't true. I see people, she was a 911 uh, center operator. I see people all day long that have horrible circumstances, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, I get it. I had horrible circumstances also. Uh, we've had death and whatever in our family. Yes, this is what happens in life, and it happens for our greater good. And everything always does work out for us. So she disagreed, but I said, hey, just believe it for a day. Just try it for a day. Go ahead. So she said, okay, I'll try it for a day. So she did, and she had a long drive to and from work. So I said, you know, I want you to think of ways where your life has worked out for you while you're driving to and from work. And that next day at work, all of a sudden things felt better and got better, and she felt better about herself. Mm. Try it for day two. She did. It even feels better. All of a sudden, after changing the way she was viewing the world and her role in it, 
She began to feel a possibility that she could work in her dream job and that she was ready. And she went ahead and booked her clarity call. And again, just for everyone who's listening in to me today, I want to make sure that you know if you want to book your clarity call to get things started, it's mofall.com slash give me clarity. So she booked her call. Within weeks, she was interviewing for her dream job. She brought her soul's vibration up so quickly, so fast. All of a sudden, the opportunity was there, and she was afraid to put the compensation dollar amount on that she really wanted because she was afraid that she'd heard that this company doesn't pay well. And I was like, come on, you can do this. Come on, ask for the number. And it wasn't outrageous. It was a reasonable, reasonable good number. So she finally did it, and she had the interview, and the CEO said, yes, you're hired. And she said, really? And then a couple of little hiccups happened, and she was ready to believe that it was going to all fall apart. And I said, no, you're going to focus on what you want. And she did, and she landed her dream job, and that year had the best Christmas ever with her family. And she has continued to thrive and continued to do wonderful, awesome, awesome things. When your soul isn't shining, your career isn't working. When you bring your soul to work, you have an awesome life and a career. Check me out at mofall.com slash masterclass. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.